There is something in every one of us, a dream, a vision, a drive. Like that's the thing that makes you feel alive. And if you're at a state where you're feeling stress, anxiety, discomfort, uh, maybe you're, you're experiencing resentment, maybe you're feeling burnout, like all those different things are symptoms that where you are currently is not aligning with who you see yourself to be. That's a sign, my friend, that you can do something about it. Welcome to Evolve Leadership, the arena where high achieving leaders are challenged to redefine their limits. My name is Angus Nelson. I grew up in the United States and I now live in Lisbon, Portugal. I'm an executive coach and I've spent my career advising and training leaders from startups to Fortune 500 companies. And here's what I've learned. An old ineffective leadership framework will always keep you on a hamster wheel consumed with work-life balance, burnout, and stress. Here on the show, each week we'll help you rethink the path to achievement. We'll help you discover new principles, new philosophies to the modern leader. Look, the world is relentlessly changing, demanding a new era of leaders. It's time to redefine your limits. So enter the arena, my friend. It's time to evolve. Welcome to the Evolve Leadership Show. And today on the show, Angus, we are going to be talking about making a leap making a big leap when you're facing a new challenge, when you're facing that new uh, next level, that next step that you know in your bones you're supposed to do. But there's a whole lot of resistance getting you there. And you have some experience with making a few leaps in your life. Am I, am I right? About I that? have made a number <laughs> of leaps and I've had some times when I didn't make a leap. In fact, one of the roles I had, my boss hinted at me you know, like, Hey, maybe you should go look for another role, you know? And, yeah. uh, and he was doing that for about four or five months. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I've got time. I've got time. And then, uh, he called me up and said, yeah, you gotta go. And I got fired. I got laid off. I don't care what you want to call it. I was, I was gone. Yeah. And sometimes when you don't move, when the timing feels right, when your intuition is saying now would be a good time, like it will bite you when you don't make the leap, when you don't take the jump. Um, yeah, that was a brutal time for sure. You know, flash forward, uh, I was in this stage of, you know, coaching while I was doing my day job and it was a B2B technology marketing agency. And I was actually making more money doing coaching than I was in my day job, but I had limited beliefs. I was like, Oh, I gotta, you know, keep the, keep the day job just in case things go sideways. You know, I need that little safety mechanism. And then COVID kicked in. And they cut our department and suddenly I was out of a job and here I had this coaching practice, you know, where I was making, uh, enough money in that moment. And it was a question of, mm, do I go find another job or do I make this work? And that became a different leap. Because my choice in that moment was, 
well, we're here. <laughs> Let's just lean into this. And so that leap was like, I'm committing to myself. I'm committing to this thing in front of me and I'm going to press into this and make it all that it's worth. So those are like two completely different, like taking leaps, one not taking a leap and <laughs> having the, uh, gosh, one of my old professors used to say the, uh, the uh, left leg of fellowship, I think is what he called it. Got the or left <laughs> foot of fellowship, you know, getting booted out. <laughs> and then uh, the second one, you know, was I actually had to take a leap, you know, yeah. and, and bet on myself and do something that I felt I was supposed to do. Well, I want to say one thing about that time, because I remember, yeah. you know, you and I are brother-in-laws, our, our wives are our sisters. And so, you know, we were following this and, and it felt like, you know, call it God, providence, the universe, whatever you want to call it. It felt like you got that lovingly shove from life to say, you've been called to this. Don't be like, go do it. And I remember, you know, you had the house, the kids, the the, the family, you like, there was a, there was a lot at stake. And yet you like, I remember you looking at me like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to step out and do that. And for those of you listening, right, you might be facing relocating, uh, moving to a different uh, city, a different country, starting a business, you know, separating from a business partner that kind of went south and you know, you need a break, <laughs> you know, you need a, uh, a divorce in that. And you just, ah, you want to stay with the familiar uh, switching roles. If there's a, a role you're gunning for, you know, you're supposed to do shifting industries or changing a marital status. You're, you're leaving a marriage or you're getting married. Oftentimes we'll stay in the familiar because it's comfortable. And yet in our bones, we know we're supposed to make this jump. And I think it's that the actually take, actually getting there, actually jumping, right? You're at the ledge and like, what do I do? And for me, Angus, it's moving to Portugal. Now, you know, we had talked years ago as a family about, you know, having this overseas adventure. And it was like, yeah, someday that would be great. And so I've learned a lot of things in this journey as we're, we got our visas. We have everything booked. We're, 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 we have a month left before we're making the plunge, taking the leap over the pond, if you will, yeah. to two Europe. ponds, really. Yeah. Two ponds. <laughs> that's right. Uh, from Hawaii to New York to Portugal. But I, I think there's some things that I've learned along the way that I, uh, that I learned the hard way. And so today we mm -hmm. want to give you five things never to do when making the big leap. Because if you can avoid some of these pitfalls, you mm -hmm. will really uh, save yourself a lot of headache and you'll make it on the other side. Um, and 100%. the first one for me is this idea of keeping it is using weak phrases like someday to state your attention, right? <laughs> Because we would watch House Hunters International. Like this yeah. was our thing that we would do on yeah. Sundays. Our families would get together and then, you know, we're just dreaming. And I always would say, yeah, one day we'll do that. And yeah. because it was, it was a good thing to state an intention, but it was passive, right? It created this yeah. passive agreement where I didn't have to do anything to move the needle forward. It was just if it falls into my lap, well, most of these big leaps don't just fall into your lap. It's something that you have to take that step forward. And so five years ago, I remember this, uh, we were sitting on the back deck in your Nashville house. I don't know if you remember yeah. this, uh, but this is where we made the pact. We conspired. Yeah. You you had said like, we, we had wanted to move our families to have a European mm -hmm. experience. And you said, we are going to 
move our families to Europe by 2024. And I thought, yeah. in one way, that was crazy, but there was something in me that's like, yes, <laughs> like yeah. we're going to do it. And it was far enough away that I think uh, I could, I could. It seems safe, I, right? I could far stomach enough away, like- it at the time, but you know, I was working in for 20 years in nonprofit, which yeah. usually led me to have to be someplace local. And so I didn't know the hows, but man, there is something when you can just put it out there, mm-hmm. uh, articulate the dream, get it out into the universe. Even if you don't know how it's going to happen, yeah. just say, I am going to do X. Now, Obviously, if you're making a promise to your kids or, or something to your wife or, or your spouse or your husband, like, yes, you need to be careful in the promises you make. But for yourself, you need to articulate the dream. You need words that are not, as we affectionately call here in Evolve Leadership, uh, weak ass language, ass. right, Angus? Yeah, weak ass <laughs> language. Yeah, and it's just like, I am, I have, I will. What a shift of power. When you like articulate the things that you desire, the things that you, you know, as we talk about the, the Spice Girl principle, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. When you say, I have, I am, I will, there's this level of determination, this confidence, and it's as if you're signaling to the universe, I double dog dare you to figure out how to make this happen. And our declaration is a powerful piece in the process of making any big leap according to whatever it is, the dream that we have. And the majority of people will go to their grave, never actually stepping out on the thing that their intuition is calling of them. And kudos to you for having the the nads to, you know, step out and do it. Now, obviously we, I, I can completely relate because we did it. And what is the thing that you want? Not what Tim's doing, not what Angus is doing. Like, what do you want? What's the leap in your life that is coming alive in you? Even as we speak, that there's something you need to do, a move you need to make a commitment that you will say, I have, I am, I will. And then in that determination, actually watch it come to pass. And so get away from the weak language when you have this thing inside you. The second thing I, I, I heard us uh, talk about as we were prepping for this that you said was, you know, like taking resistance as a sign of you're on the wrong path or you're doing the wrong thing or don't go here. Like resistance is oftentimes the opposite. It's kind of a signal that you are going the right direction. And then when you face resistance, it's stretching you, right? We started in this process and immediately, right? Immediately as I started to articulate, especially after you guys left, right? You guys left for Portugal. Uh, yeah. and we're like, we want to be with our family. You, you saw us move to Hawaii and you're like, well, we're not waiting to 2024. Dang it. We're yeah. moving now. Yeah. And so I think for, for me, it was, uh, when we said, yeah, we are moving all of a sudden internal resistance and external resistance started hitting pretty hard. So my wife grew up in Hawaii. She lived on the street that we're on right now. It, she loves this area. Our kids are in school thriving with their friends. And 
the internal resistance was suggesting, hey, let's move. Now, she is really close with your wife, right? They're sisters. They're super tight. So that was obviously a draw. But there was an internal resistance of saying, man, we got a really good thing going on here. And we're in paradise, right? So why would we leave that for something else? The second thing is we got hit with some financial snags that, you know, there's sometimes where we hit resistance and you're right. We, we tend to think maybe it's a sign I'm not supposed to. And I think many times, Angus, it's the opposite. It is many times it is a sign that you're absolutely on the right path. It's growing your mental muscles because you're ready for the shift. We talk about this all the time. If you're in a gym and you're doing the bar, you know, the bench press, and if you just Mm -hmm. doing the bar, if that's easy for you, well, then you're not growing, right? But when you feel resistance, like added resistance, it's like a promotion. It's like, oh, it's a personal trainer saying you're ready to grow. Let me put some extra weight. And at the moment, you're like, I don't think I can do this. But it's actually providence, the universe telling you, no, you're ready for a promotion. You're ready to step into the sleep. And so we don't want to take sign, uh, you know, resistance as a sign of it not being the right thing to do. It's actually a sign you're out on the right track. And that was huge for us. And I just want to throw this in because, um, like I, I'm a coach. Yes. Cool. Um, I have a coach as well. Like I, I've had many coaches. I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on coaches and, uh, my current coach, um, Dan Martell said this phrase last night in our mastermind. He said, um, something to the effect of this. I don't know if I'm a quoted or exactly right, but basically that the uh, expansion of capacity is found in the struggle. Mm-hmm. The expansion of the capacity is found in the struggle. And so when you hit some resistance and you feel that flex, mm-hmm. like being in the gym, right? It is the muscle being built yeah. when you're working out, when you're facing resistance of a weight. And it's that last rep that does the tearing, that does the breaking down of the muscle so that the muscle can grow back stronger. Mm-hmm. And it was Jim Rohn that said, don't pray that life would be easier. Pray that you would be stronger. I love that. And love sometimes that. the struggle, the challenge, the thing you're facing is the very thing that will shape you and make you to be the leader you're choosing to be. In other words, you've invited this resistance in order to help you, in order to sustain you, in order to prepare you, in order to uh, make you the leader you need to be for the next step in the process, the leader you need to be to fulfill the thing that is your dream. Yeah. I love that. And and if we can see resistance as that, then we can meet it head on, knowing that it is it is our promotion. It is our tuition to graduate to the next level. It is our means to it. The obstacle is the way, as Ryan Holiday likes to to uh say. And and so when we're looking at these five things to never do when making the big leap. The first one was use weak phrases like someday to state your intention, to state your intention. The second one is take resistance as a sign of you're doing the wrong thing. The third one for me, Angus was holding on too tightly to your plan. 
So our plan, we, we have an investment property that we had, and that was going to be our investment income source for years, forever. That was our plan. But when it came down to it, we hit some financial snags in moving to Portugal. And we got to the point where it was either we sell the house in order to go or we don't. And we just stay in the familiar and we stay put. And uh, we had one of those moments. Um, I was watching a documentary of Sylvester Stallone when he is, you know, he's struggling as an actor. He's getting these little bit roles as kind of thugs and goons in these roles. And then, but he's writing and he writes Rocky and they offered to pay him something like it was over $200,000 not to be the lead in Rocky. Like they were trying to like get him not to do it. And he said, I would rather, he goes, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. If I take this money now and always wonder, could I have done that? As opposed to, I would rather try and absolutely fail, you know, absolutely fall on my face than live wondering would have, could have, should have. And I, we hit that point, Angus, where I said, I would rather adjust this plan and give up whatever, you know, source of income that was going to be later so that I'd regret it for the rest of my life if we didn't take the leap. And so whatever you're walking through, if you're a planner like me, sometimes there has to be this flexibility to be able to adjust on the fly. And if you stay flexible and adaptable in the plan, it just might work out better for you than you actually thought planned. That's the problem with plans is we'll plan it and it'll sound great. But how many times have we started down the road on something And we had to adjust. We were forced to adjust. But what it led us to was something better than we could have ever expected. Have you ran into that before? Let me just pause for a second to say this. There is one trait that you will find in every successful leader, no matter their industry, no matter their role. And that trait is action. And we want to inspire ambitious leaders like you to bet on yourself and take action on those audacious goals that you see in your heart. That's why we created our 90-Day Accelerator. It's a results-driven, battle-tested framework designed specifically for high-performing leaders like you to get unstuck and propel you towards your goals. And in just 90 days, you won't even recognize the person you used to be. To be a part of this elite community, go to evolveleadership.org. Now, back to the show. All the time. All the time. <laughs> I mean, that's like our whole storyline. And yeah. I mean, there have been times in our life where my wife and I have sat back and said, what in the world? Yeah is going on. Like, how did we get here? How did this happen? You know, I can remember, um, you know, kind of a a predecessor to this whole move. When I was uh, working for a company, we pitched this uh, luxury cruise uh, ship, uh, ship line, cruise line, cruise line, I guess you'd say it, uh, about teaching social media on their, uh, on their ships so that they could take high net worth earners and create FOMO to their family and friends. And uh, they loved the pitch and said, why don't you come and teach it on the ship? And 
we did. And we got to go throughout the Mediterranean into Greece and Croatia and can like, uh, it was awesome. Right. Um, on that trip, we were sitting down, uh, at one of the the poolside, uh, and we're like, what are we doing here? Like we, We're on this ship and it's a smaller ship because it's all luxury and we're meeting yeah. all these like politicians and actors and like all this crazy stuff. And we're like, what are we doing? If we had tried to have a plan, hmm. like, I don't know that we would have stumbled upon some of that stuff. Yeah. And yet that stumble actually became the seed where during part of that trip, we looked at each other and said, what if, yeah. what if we could have a European you know, adventure with our family, which is really funny as we're talking here, like some of the dots all coming together. Yeah. Um, because it was just like the year after that we were talking and I was making, I think I made chicken thighs on the grill with some Yoshidas and we were sitting (laughs) over the kids were in the pool and I'm like, I can remember this conversation. We made a pact, bro. So we made a pact. We we made a pact. (laughs) Right. And then, Now, flash forward, coming here to Portugal, I can't tell you how many times my wife and I have looked at each other and said, what kind of life are we living right now? Yeah. And we would have never got there had we not taken leaps, mm-hmm. had we not pushed through the resistance and, and the frustrations of selling our house and selling all of our stuff and all the things. And mm-hmm. we'll do a whole nother show on that second tier of yeah. you know us transitioning to Portugal. But suffice to say, serendipity yeah is on the product or is on the other side of just trusting your intuition and then the universe will surprise you i love that because it's this idea that you are not aimlessly you know on a rock through space that there are forces beyond our uh our full understanding even internal forces right desires dreams things that we just know internally we were meant to do. And if we can listen to that, we can step into a life that is far better than we could have imagined, but it might, the road to get there might look different uh, than we, than we planned. And so when we can uh, attribute it and be flexible, everything can change. Angus, this next one for me was probably the hardest. And I, I think a lot of people um, can, relate to this because you get to a level of success, you get to a level of satisfaction, you get to a place where you're good, but then there is this call to great. And what you're terrified over is losing what you got. We're happy here. We love Hawaii. I mean, it's, it is paradise. Our kids are thriving. My wife loves it here. We have a great place here. Like, so we have a great setup and the thought is, and, and what I was wrestling with is I don't want to risk all this. Like why mess it up? And, and so my thing to never do, uh, when making a big leap is, is to not take a risk for fearing of losing what you have. Because getting to where you are took risks, right? And then usually it's success that makes it hard to take the next risk. It is that satisfaction. It is that good thing you got going that you don't want to, Risk. It's one thing to risk when you're, you know, 22 years old, broke on your parents' couch, and they're your safety net. You could take a big risk. It's another thing when you have a family depending on you, a company depending on you, 
you know, investors depending on you. And to take that risk to follow your intuition can be one of the hardest things. Uh, but if we have to let go of what we have in our hand in order to receive something new. And that's the, that's the, I think, a tension of life. In order to graduate, in order to go to the next thing, we have to let go of our Hawaii to lay hold of our Portugal. Now, my friend, I don't know what your Portugal is, but there is something that greater that is calling you up, that is calling you out. And man, I get it. It is hard to risk what you've built. It's hard to risk the things and success you have. And yet, if you don't, I, I, I don't want you to be like Sylvester Stallone or, or he, what he could have been. Like, imagine had he just been the writer who wrote Rocky, but never played and never became the action superstar because he didn't, in that one moment, he didn't take a risk. So I don't know if you need to jump to a new job, if you're needing to put in your name for a new role, if it's you to ask for that promotion, if it's to ask for that pay raise, I don't know what your leap is to look like. If you're to start that new company, like whatever it is, that's the story that we're telling today is what is the thing that you need to do to make that shift into following your heart, following your soul, following your intuition. Again, if that shift is relocating, if that's starting a business, if that's separating from your business partner, if that's you know switching your roles, if that's asking for the raise, if that's whatever, like this is the, the situation where you cannot get to that place where you're like, oh, I don't want to lose what I have. If I ask for this, if I do this, then I might lose something. And what if, like Sylvester Stallone, what if you never asked? What if you never tried? Would you have regret? Would you wish you had? Like these are some of the things that differentiate some people from others. And the last thing in this whole equation, this, these, these five things that we've been sharing with you, is when you're at that point of thinking you can wait until you're fully ready before you take the first step. And it will tell you like, yes, sometimes there's grace for that. Sometimes there's permission for that. Sometimes there's, you know, you can get a buy by that. But then there's other times kind of like with my story is like, what if you wait too long? What if suddenly somebody just tells you you're fired and there's no like severance? <laughs> like then what? Then what are you going to do? What if uh, your marriage goes sideways? altogether when you had kind of an unction, like maybe we should get counseling. Maybe we should have some conversations. Maybe we should well, make that leap. What if it's your, your, your co-founder and you're, you're having issues like maybe the two of you need to have some serious conversations. Maybe you need your own counseling together. Maybe you guys should get coaches. Maybe you need to go to your venture capital or your, your, your equity partners and say, yo, we need some support here. We need we need a judge to step into the courtroom at this time to help us determine what is going. Like whatever the thing is, like you have to be able to say I'm going to make a leap. I'm going to do that thing that 
feels scary. I'm going to do that thing that feels hard because I know there's something in me that's telling me I should. And this is that self-awareness. This is that ability to hear something inside of you and to step out and make it happen. And for so many of us, we're really good at that typically when we're younger. And then as we get older, we, we find it harder and harder to follow that voice. We can get stuck in our ways. We can get comfortable and lethargic. We can think that we have control. And all of those things are going to put us in a place of regret. They're going to put us in a place where we can miss some of the opportunities and we can end up in regret. So, Tim, what are those five things? Take us from the top again. These are the five things you never want to do. Never want to do. When you're making a big leap. Take it from me, learning it the hard way. The first one is use weak phrases like someday or one day to state your intention. You want to use powerful phrases. Second one is mm -hmm. never uh, is to take resistance as a sign as you're doing the wrong thing. Because many mm -hmm. times it's actually a sign that you're on the right track. Third one is holding on tightly to your plan. Uh, instead of being flexible and adapting. The fourth one is don't risk what you, uh, what you have because it, to get what you had now, it took a risk. And the only way to get something new is to take another risk. And then wait until you're fully quote unquote ready before you take the next step. Because Angus, you'll never be fully ready. Many times as we were talking about, it's the act of stepping out that grows you. It is the act of making the leap itself that propels you into that person who is ready for that new position, that new place, that new uh, thing that is in your heart. And making a leap is a muscle. It's something the more you work it, the more and more confident you get. So even when it's something completely unknown, that growth mindset muscle says, oh, I'm going to figure it out. My intuition, just like it did before just like it did the other time, is telling me that I can step out here, that there's something here for me to grow into. And the more and more we work it, and the more and more we just take that first step, then the next step appears. Then the next step appears. But if you're like me and want it all planned out, chances are you'll never make the leap and you'll stay in that place of regret. And that's not you. That is not you. You are not, my friend, you are not the settling type. You, the reason why you're listening to this is because you are a high performer who wants to succeed, who wants to design that life. You want to step into that new thing. And so take the first step. You will never be fully ready, but you will get ready as you take those steps. Angus, I want to turn it over to you for a, close us out. Got it. There is something in every one of us, a dream, a vision, uh, a drive. And as we exercise that when we were younger, like I said, we found it easier. And then as we got older, we started to close that muscle down. Like that's the thing that makes you feel alive. Hmm. And if you're at a state where you're feeling stress, anxiety, discomfort, uh, maybe you're, you're experiencing resentment. Maybe you're feeling burnout. Like all those different things are symptoms that where you are currently is not aligning with who you see yourself to be. 
There's a level of expectation you have from life, from your role, from your position, from your paycheck, from your destiny that is not in full cooperation with what your current existence is feeling like. That's a sign, my friend, that you can do something about it, that you can make a new choice, you can take a new leap, you can reassess where you're currently at to say, hey, how can I get to this place that I see in my heart I want to be? And that's the opportunity for you to take action so that you don't just live by default, that you don't just exist, but rather you create because that's how powerful you are. You have the ability to create your future, create your destiny, create that company, create that marriage, create that product or that service that's going to bring meaning and contribution and value to the world, that's going to feed your soul with something of, 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 of offering, of purpose, of meaning and contribution, because that's the thing that's going to make you feel alive. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. We hope this has been of service to you, that it has inspired you, has motivated, maybe even given you a swift kick in the ass. Maybe you need it. Have a great day. As we wrap up another episode of Evolve Leadership, thank you so much for taking time to invest in you. If there's to be any sustainable growth in your company or even in your relationships, you must grow first. And it's what I love to do for leaders, to help them grow, to challenge their thinking, sharpen self-awareness, to instill an unshakable confidence, and ultimately upgrade their sense of self. And we do this through our proprietary method called Agile EQ+ where we're leveraging agile leadership and emotional intelligence. We provide our signature training for individuals and for businesses, we've designed a unique curriculum for company-wide learning and development. If you'd like to learn more about our training or to schedule a call, you can simply go to evolveleadership.org. And until next time, stay driven, keep climbing, and never stop evolving.